Welcome to the Lost Lowdown, podcast number 92, with your hosts, Claude and Justin. What's up, guys? We are continuing our commentary series and back with episode 110, Raised by Another. And today we're lucky enough to be joined by another host. <laughs> How's it going, Jen? <laughs> that was really bad. <laughs> Hi. Hi. Hi, here I am. Uh, welcome back. Uh, thanks for joining us. Uh, thanks for having me. So how long has it been since you've seen uh, season one episode? Um, probably about two and a half years. Okay. So, Although I watched the pilot recently while I was um, unpacking my, nice. after I moved. So I, I, I've watched the pilot in the past, like, seven months. Okay. So what, uh, what we've been experiencing, you know, watching these is realizing how, how little we remember and how, uh, yeah. you know, how, how shifted the focus is, you know, on these early episodes. Um, yeah. But Ra- Raised by Another is interesting because it, it, it uh, turns up, you know, like with uh, Solitary, we just saw sort of the end of that plot line with, you know, who left the, the transmission uh-huh. Um, so now Raised by Another introduces this whole thing with, with Claire, mm-hmm. which she's sort of been in the background for a while. Anyway, so. Yeah, what I remember about this episode is that it scared the hell out of me the first time mm-hmm. I saw it. Um, that's, that's pretty much, that, that's pretty much my most powerful memory of this episode. Um, yeah, totally. But, I, you know, it, this was back when, you know, I saw this episode and it really, uh, it really blew me away. There, there were a few times in season two, in, in season one, and then a couple of times in season two, where I just was totally floored by something that they did, and I thought, you know, this show is really like this is it. You know, mm-hmm, this mm-hmm. is an amazing show. Um, and I think the the sub the subplot with Claire, uh, with the crib, with the whole the dreams and everything, like all that stuff was was very scary and very weird. And, you know, when I was growing up, I was a big fan of the X-Files and uh, Next Generation and, um, like, especially the creepy, weird, um, like, very complicated plot lines were, were the things that were really appealing to me. And, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, the show was really pretty different back then from, uh, you know, the later seasons. But anyway. Yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, I mean, particularly, you know, this kind of episode really got at that kind of horror element that Lost would get yeah. to every now and then. Yeah. Yeah. And it's the first one to do that so far, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, there hasn't been, there hasn't really been anything like this. And I think, uh, uh, you know, going in, um, uh, for me, this episode is, uh, was kind of the original hook of Lost. Like, I... I liked the episodes before this, but this is the one where um, where I realized I actually cared about the plot, and I really wanted to know where this particular story was going. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know? it's a great setup to a story in its own right. Claire's Claire's backstory: this pregnant woman, and she sees meets this psychic, and something mysterious is going on, and you know that by itself. You know, you could just see a movie of that. You know, by itself, and and tying that into what's going on on the <laughs> island is a really strong hook. Yeah, yeah, and it and it does have the structure of a of a like horror short, mm-hmm. where it's where it's about this woman who you you're not sure if she's 
if she's imagining she's being like accosted in the middle of the night, like what's going on, you know, but because they're on this strange island, in the previous episode, they've introduced the idea of the others. They showed Ethan for the first time, you know. Mm-hmm. So we're finally getting a sense that they're they're not the only people on the island. Yeah, it it it, it, it it's a big turning point in the show. It it opens up the world a bit more. You know, yeah. coming off of meeting Rousseau, you know, the first person you've seen on the island. So. Right. But, you know, she's such a self-contained loner, you know, her her stories are all about her, whereas mm-hmm. introducing Ethan introduces a whole group of people, a whole yeah. society, a whole big, you know, element of the show as a whole, I guess. A lot of holes there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not say the obvious joke there and yeah. uh, move right along. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I think for a long time, this was probably my favorite episode of season one. I mean, it was my favorite Lost episode up to a certain point. I think it started to go downhill for me when I realized that, unfortunately, a lot of the stuff in this episode is is misdirecting you. Did it go downhill, per chance, around the time uh, they revisited Malkin and said he was an imposter and all that? Yeah, Yeah. that didn't help at all. (laughs) I mean, they even blew that by, like, cutting out the part where it's totally explicit. So Mm -hmm. they they couldn't quite do the reveal right. And so even to this day, it persists that he is a real psychic and Aaron is important. And, you know, we just never got to that part of the show or something, you know. Mm -hmm. But Aaron's going to grow up one day and he's going to matter somehow. (laughs) You remember remember when uh, early in the the Swan, in the Hatch days, uh, you know, I I was really fixated on the the, the painting. Yeah. uh, With the the two, with the black figure and the white figure. I remember it well. And all of that and really thinking, oh, man, you know, Whoever whoever was locked in there and drew that, they really, you know, they were trying to get at something about the the heart of the island, and you know, they were tied in the air and it tied in the wall being special. All these great magical things that never were the reality, <laughs> you know, that never came to fruition. It was just like, man, I want to see that show where that you know where that painting is important, you know, or the cave door, you know, the blast uh, uh, the blast door mat being, you know you know, really, really important, you know, those, like, things. So, you know, Lost had that quality where, you know, it would set up these really fascinating things like this psychic who, you know, tells this woman uh, to, uh, you know, she's got to be the only one to raise her baby. Uh, But he's just saying that, (laughs) you know, like, oh, don't worry. It's not that interesting, you know. Like, it's all a ploy. Like, he, he, it's just, like, like so many characters on the show, he's just kind of going, going over elaborate in a bluff to get her to give her baby up to this couple that's paid him. Mm -hmm. Like, that's the real story. Yeah. But I feel like this episode does not lead you in that direction at all. No. This episode well, they, leads you to believe want, he really want, knew something. Yeah, they want you to make it seem like it was part of the island. You know, yeah. Part of getting her to the mm-hmm. island and all that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which yeah. it is, and the, uh, to the extent that that's why she was on the plane. True. <clears throat> True. But I feel like that was, you know, as much a coincidence as, the, you know, the reason anybody else was on the plane, you know. Mm-hmm. Like Saeed Sa- Sa- gets put on the plane by the uh, by the CIA, you know. I don't think, you know, I don't think they had a clue about 
him going to the island or anything like that, you know. It's just, well, those officers who were with him, I guess, died, like, you know, at some point. Yeah. Uh, so I don't think they, yeah, knew that they were going to crash on an island. Yeah. Well, all right, uh, let's dive into this uh, episode, which, yeah, I do remember being one of the best of season one. Uh, definitely, it definitely ups the stakes. Of what yeah, I guess that's the other thing I should say about this. Like, this episode <laughs> is sort of what, when I originally was interested in Lost, this is kind of what I wanted Lost to be all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, it it it, de- it didn't actually achieve this tone very often, but I feel like this no. is one of the few where they where they actually captured that kind of, that creepy vibe. Mm-hmm. You know, the creepiness of being on this stranded like it should be creepy. It should be a creepy place, and yet most of the yeah. time it's not. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, I just I find that strange. It seems like such a great opportunity that they kind of squandered a lot of the time. But I, I well, I think, they they replaced most of the creepiness with rumbling in the jungle. Like yeah. that's their version of this is a creepy island. You know. Hey, you yeah. might be in the jungle and something is coming at you, but it's just a dog. I know. <laughs> it's, it's funny because when they do creepy, they're really good at it. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, this episode is really strong. You know, when, when Shannon sees Walt. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. You know, that's so Hey, creepy. Jacob's Cabin. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jacob's Cabin. You know, there's, there's, there's a ton of really creepy things. It just, yeah, it just wasn't, that's just not every you know, storyline has that, I guess, ability just to hone in on the creepiness. Yeah, yeah. And I think I think they failed to, mm-hmm. you know, they failed to make that coherent. They failed to give the creepy factor a resolution. Right. You know, like, well, I, think I think it's two different things. I think, yeah, because I think you're right that they don't do it that much, that this is, this is a big well that they could have tapped more is the creepiness of being on this crazy island. And then also that, yeah, there's no payoff to the psychic to, I mean, the, the Ethan, you, you get more on the Ethan piece and that is tied into the, the bigger plot. But um, yeah, even Ethan though, like know. he, as scary as he is with his one look in this episode, like, yeah. What they tell you about him later just right. totally blows dude. the scariness. Right. Yeah, right. he's just a plumber or whatever. <laughs> well, and, and I think that's the that's that's the inherent problem with Lost, right? I think is is at the end of the day, some of these things just have these real world explanations, and the real world explanation with Ethan is he was this baby that that you know Horace and Amy's baby. You yeah. know, who just grew up and did an old lady's plumbing, you know, and just, you know, he wasn't, cre- that's just the problem. It's just, they, re- right. they reveal these things and it's really not, it's just really sort of more, more or less simple, depending on what you're talking about, you know, and uh, yeah, it's like even Smokey, like, I mean, obviously the answer to what Smokey is is crazy, but it's kind of simple when you just explain what it is. Oh, he goes down in this cave and he comes out and it's. You know, so even that, like, they don't make it. They don't make it like they they showed the birth of evil incarnate, right? They didn't really do that with the reveal. Yeah. They just said, oh, he went down there, and then his body came out, and he was dead, or whatever. Like, so they they always understand. Yeah, the, uh, you know, they they were more they were more like uh, they made the 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 purge. They took their time more with that 
in terms of like going slow-mo over the dead bodies and stuff mm-hmm. and making it, um, you know, making it a dr- big dramatic kind of epic moment. Then they did it the birth of evil incarnate. Wow. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Which just kind of goes by like that. It's like, oh, look, there's Evil Incarnate. Yeah, oh, look, there's a shape. <laughs> it just flew into the jungle, and it's like, okay, that's what we were waiting for. Yeah, like, you know. why, why wasn't that scary? Like, I feel like it should have been, but it wasn't. Yeah, no. You know, and, and that's why I feel like, I feel like the creep, I mean, Ethan's one thing, but I feel like a lot of the creepy phenomena that, that goes through, I mean, a lot of it is attributed to the man in black eventually, and I, mm-hmm. I feel like they failed to really, to really fully give him credit for all that stuff, to really make him a character that was worthy of all those moments. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. He, he just, he just, they, is, he's just fundamentally a, a regular guy. That's just how they portray him. Yeah. Even when he's doing the supernatural stuff, he's doing it because he's a regular guy. If he was really evil incarnate, it'd be a different show. Yeah. You know, because if he was screwing with people just to screw with them and not to get off the island, he would do crazier things, probably. Right, right. You know? Yeah, I guess that is a problem. He just has such a such a simple motive, mm-hmm. which is, as you point out, like, that is the lost stand. I mean, Ethan's the same way. Like, he, you know, there's that Mopisode where they explain that, you know, Ethan um, lost his wife in childbirth, and that, I think, is basically supposed to explain why he sort of goes crazy um, with this Claire situation, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, it's like he, you know, they're, they're having these, these, these pregnancy problems, you know, she's pregnant on the island. So he goes crazy trying to quote unquote protect her, I guess, you know, because of this tragedy that he's gone through. That's, that's, what the, it, yeah. Lost at the end of the day, lost wants you to be able to sympathize with pretty much every character. And, yeah. you know, that means you can't make evil incarnate, evil incarnate. Cause you can't sympathize with evil incarnate. Yeah. Exactly. You shouldn't be able to, you know, unless you make him a regular man who just had this thing happen to him, you know, yeah. and who really wasn't that evil, like, right. in terms of, you know, everything that he did. I mean, he did some bad, bad stuff, but yeah, uh, he, he, you know, he's no, he's no Mao, right? Come on, isn't that the right. go-to? He's not Stalin. <laughs> True. True. Very far from that. And really, like he's no, he's no Ben. Like he's yeah, he's, he's no Ben. He's not even as evil as other humans. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and it just that makes it seem kind of lame. Like yeah, he should be able to do better. You would expect Evil Incarnate to be a little more top of its evil game, but indeed. You know that was, um, that was kind of my problem with the whole fear of him getting off the island is it just really didn't seem like. It would be that big of a deal, you know? Right? That's They never made it seem – they never – A, I think they never convinced me that something bad would happen, and B, I, it never seemed like it would be that big of a deal if something happened. Like, what's the worst he can do? Like, kill every single person, one person at a time? If, you know – like, the worst he could do is – you know, the worst that could happen when he leaves the island is everyone dies, right? Yeah, that's and actually like, pretty okay, bad. Well, that is bad. Yeah, so that's like the worst. Okay, well, how could you? How could he do that? Well, it's like I don't think it's just instantly people die. I think he'd have to, like, go kill them. So he's got six billion people to kill just because he wants to kill them, but it's like he doesn't even want to kill people. You know, what he wants to do, well, he just yeah, wants to leave the, the island. Like he yeah, he just, wants the, he just wants off the island. <laughs> yeah, so they just never really, um, really convinced me that, that people would just automatically just die because yeah. he leaves the island. 
Well, and the other thing is, you know, they're already killers. They're already evil people who are just out in the world. Mm-hmm. So it's not it's not as if, you know, the, the conceit of the show is that the world outside of the island is peaceful and there's no evil. Exactly. But there's this, like, you know. <laughs> yeah, they never, they never really told you what the stakes were. You know, that's like one of my yeah. crackpot ideas of season six was this idea that, you know, we, we you know, we would see – well, we would see that, uh, you know, some parallel Earth or something where evil incarnate did escape and it was, you know, we we could actually see what happened. It destroyed the world or something. So that we know, like, okay, this is real. But they yeah. just said, oh, he can't leave, and it's bad if he leaves. But the only people who say that got told by somebody else, you know. <laughs> so I just like, we don't know it's true. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I, I think the show owed us that. Like, if if they're going to base the whole season around stopping Evil Incarnate from leaving, I think I think you're obligated to convince us that it will be really bad, mm-hmm. you know, the, if he leaves. And I, I think they failed to do that. And and even Jacob, who is, is the main person who's, you know, keeping him there, never justifies it. He never mm-hmm. specifically says, I can't let you leave. You're going to do X, Y, and Z. He, it's just, you have to stay here. I'm just going to not let you leave. Yeah. And no justification. Even, and I, he never, and I don't remember him ever actually telling him, you, you know, you can't leave because you're evil incarnate. Right. No, he doesn't. You know, so, he's, so, so Man in Black is left thinking he's, he's just got a spat with his brother that's making well, him unable to leave. You well, know, that's, he's what not, it, that's what it seems like, is it just making yeah. Jacob seem like a dick. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and that's not good. I don't that's feel like good. that's what they wanted. No, I don't think that's what they wanted. <laughs> like, that really shouldn't be the story. It's the story of this guy who's an asshole to his brother, and yeah, so he I gets think, mad yeah. and kills him. I think, it, I think it needs to be absolutely true that that man in black leaving is a, is a bad consequence for the rest of the world, and they needed to convince us of that. And Jacob wasn't. Jacob didn't convince us of that. Yeah. You know, I don't think he was convinced of that. That's just what, you know, he thought or something. <laughs> You know, um, yeah, it's not even clear if he really knew uh, what his brother was at that point. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, he never really, I, he doesn't really say much, so it's hard to say like what he actually thought. You know, he just seemed to think he should stay there, but he d- he didn't really have any specific ideas. Yeah, like even even when they're talking about the light, like he never says like. You know, he says, like, don't he'll – what did he say? Like, uh, Man in Black would put the light out or something? Yeah. You know, which I think is still his hypothesis. I don't know why he knows that. But, you know, but it did seem like it was something bad happening when the light went out. Right. But you still don't know what context – okay, the island was shaking, but they didn't tell right. us that, you know, there was earthquakes all over the world. Yeah. You know, and <laughs> like that. So it's just like, well, okay, the island sinks. Is that so bad? <laughs> like – you know? But it also, I mean, I feel like that, that stuff all just started to feel like a really weak parable, too, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, this delight in the cave goes out, and all of the goodness <laughs> of the world is gone. Yeah. You know, and it's like, that's not what this show has been about. Mm-hmm. Like, that, that, it's not. It's not No, no, no. This episode we're watching is about, is about uh, light in Claire's cave, isn't it? <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, if, if that's the show that it's going to be in the end, then that's that's the show you need to be building up to from the beginning. And mm-hmm. I, I mean, I'm going to choose not to watch it, but you know, I think, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that should be, 
yeah. You don't you don't just all of a sudden make that be what the show is about. Yeah. I I feel like just as they should have convinced us that the man in black was evil incarnate and it would be bad if he left, they should also have convinced us that the island is worth saving. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Because and those two should be tied together somehow. Yeah. And, and they did tie it together with the like, like it's the you know those two ideas are tied together, but technically we're just not, we're just not convinced of either one. You know? Yeah, but it's in that it's in that season six lost style where they're connected, but in no way specifically. Mm-hmm. You know, so you don't really know exactly what to say about what the connection is. But for me, yeah. the. The fact that they never really convinced us that the island was worth saving was even more disappointing because that actually was what the show was about for <laughs> yeah. basically the whole time. Is like, mm-hmm. you know, from the, from the beginning is, you know, this island that we're on is crazy. And then, you know, with season two in particular, you know, with the, the hatch and, you know, this this confusion or the, this sort of myth about what would happen if you – you know, if you didn't enter, enter the numbers, um, you know, why Why does it matter? What's the impact mm-hmm. on the I know it was all bad either, I'll just point out. That's, but that's my point. Like, the, who who cares really if the island implodes? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, exactly. I mean, except for the fact that, you know, characters you like will die. But, like, you know. Yeah, want... it's, like, it's like if the island sinks or implodes or something, you know, what what's going to happen to the ghosts that are stuck on the island that they tell us is stuck there? Yeah. You know, they should have said something, as as bad as it would have been as an answer, they should have said something like, you know, the island serves a function. Some people need to come here and work out their shit and, you know, go, you know, Michael and whoever else are trapped there. You know, it's like it serves a function, and if it's not here, that's bad for these people who end up dying or who need to come here to be tested or whatever. You know, like, but yeah, they never actually told us, convinced us why the island should be safe. Like, what is it, what is it doing that's so great, you know? And it's like the light cave is the obvious thing that they would point to, but it's like you don't get specific about what it is, and we know that there's other light sources around the world, so is this the prime one? Is this the one that makes all the other ones work? Or is this just a minor one, and if it goes out, it's not that big a deal? Yeah. You know, you, we don't know either way. Yeah. And and I think I think that if the audience is not invested in that, then basically the entire plot falls apart. Well, see, yeah, and what and obviously what happened was uh, we we were invested in that, but more than that, we we're invested in the characters. Yeah. So that you know, so the plot is falling apart, but you're you know you're not seeing it because you're you know following the character stories and stuff. You're right, and you're uh, right. and then you get to the end, and then you look back and you say, "Oh wow, that's how they were getting us to be entertained yeah. by this great character stuff and and very, you know entertaining plot stuff." But in terms of the details, it it doesn't really add up. Right, right. It's things that work like on a scene by scene basis, but when you mm-hmm. step back and try to fit them together, you don't really get anything that is helpful. It's like a reverse magic eye. Yes. <laughs> How did they manage that? It's exactly like that. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, I really wanted the last season to be great. And, I, you know, I did like aspects of it. It just mm-hmm. – um, I, I think really it's globally that it that it fails most. I, You know, I think the biggest thing they could have done to fix season six for me would have been to make, you know, to make the uh, 
to tie in the, the, the flash sideways with the with the incident to make whatever they do in the flash sideways the reason that they can get back to the present and fight the last fight with Man in Black. I just think structurally that would have felt a lot stronger. Yeah. You know, because the way that they separate the flash sideways from, you know, with it literally being, you know, after the fact of all of this other concurrent plot that's going on in season six, it's after that, and it doesn't even matter anymore. <laughs> because, right. You know, it's all said and done with, and this is just this fantasy world, you know, and that just to me undercut, as cool as it was to watch the first time and to try to figure out how it relates, it just wasn't satisfying to be like, well, okay, I'm glad these characters are in the afterlife together, but what does that have to, you know, how does that help me? <laughs> you know, my problems are here back in the real world when you guys were alive. You know, I'm still stuck here. It's like they transitioned without the audience, you know. Yeah. <laughs> they left the audience to deal with the problems, and they went to the, the next world. Yeah, and they didn't care about the island anymore. <laughs> they anymore, no. It wasn't even about that. It was just about the people. Mm-hmm. And and, and that, that, that was the most, I would say that's the most disappointing. Like, I don't need it to connect to the incident, but I needed some sense that there was some relationship between the Flash Sideways and the island. Yeah. Because I feel like if if there's not, then then this story really, it's just kind of arbitrary that it was on this island. Mm-hmm. It could have been anywhere. could have ended the same way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's... That is, that is kind of the main idea, is what they say, that... That you know, this the island just happened to be the place where these people experienced their their big events together. Yeah, which which made them go in the afterlife together. But it could have been any. It could it could have been a you know train wreck in in Europe somewhere or yeah. something that they you know or any any other big event or whatever. So yeah, yeah. I mean, any number of other stories of you know disasters and then people being stranded and then having to you know deal with surviving together. I mean, that's you know. I I think I think at the end I think maybe you know obviously it's in hindsight you can just say whatever you want but it would have been cool if Jacob would have been like I lied I wasn't you know being hands off you know like I I just wish he was tinkering with things more when it was all said and done you know like he was you know and he was to a certain degree obviously doing things but you know he you know calls a lot in action or whatever but it, I, I he touches I just wish everybody. He was, you know, I just wish he was, he was definitely more, like, he realized what was at stake. <laughs> you know, the fate of the world, I guess, mm-hmm. what they would have us believe, you know, and he would, like, you know, get off his high horse and stop, you know, weaving tapestries and, you know. Yeah, why was he wasting his time with that? Oh, God. I have no idea. I have no idea. He's going to chill and weave some tapestries. While the fate of the world is at stake. <laughs> yeah, it's exactly. While evil incarnate conspires to destroy the world, I'm going to do some tapestries. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's bad. That's Best bad. show ever. <laughs> <laughs> now let's watch the movie by another with that great intro. Indeed. <laughs> it's still the best show I've ever seen in my life. But nevertheless, it has some problems. It, uh, you, yes. That is that is very very true. All right, <laughs> let's start the show here. Get your media players ready. Cue them up. We're gonna do the three, two, one, go. All right. Everybody ready? I'm ready. I think so. All right. Three, two, 
one, go. Previously on Lost. Mayday, Mayday. So we got a previously on Lost. Does anyone speak French? She does. Oh, Boone, I forgot about you. Boone. He's still around. Boone it up, Boone style. Please, talk some some new show. Vampires. Vampires. Oh, yeah. I heard about that. Clear. You killed them all. Back when he was still an asshole. You know, I've actually liked Sawyer more than I used to. Yeah, no. oh, yeah. When, when, when you know what he turns into, it's easier to get by his asshole days. Yeah. yeah, like he doesn't seem as much like as much of an asshole. He doesn't. He really comes off no. as just a little ornery. Yeah, yeah. Okay, here we go. Ooh, an eyeball. Ah! <laughs> All right, here comes the scary. Yeah, it's already horror style. It is. Yeah. I feel like I should turn off the lights. <laughs> that was really fucking scary. Oh, pardon my French. <laughs> we're allowed no, to speak French. Fine. Yeah, we, this is an international podcast. Yes. <laughs> uh oh, where's her baby? What I remember, fuck? Justin, I remember when we watched this. At your scary apartment in Syracuse, mm-hmm. and I was so so scared. We yeah. watched we watched like the first twelve episodes or something like without stopping. Right in a row, yeah. And, oh, uh, nice. and I we got to this and it was like three in the morning, and I was like, "Oh my god, <laughs> what are you getting me into?" I bet Sawyer took her baby for his dad. <laughs> <laughs> I <Yeah>. found it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so scary. It is uh, weird that it's locked. I still don't really understand why. The eyes. Oh yeah, that that sound effect. Yeah. I don't understand. Why It was your responsibility, but you gave him away, Claire. Everyone pays the price. That's so scary. Sorry. I have nothing valuable to add. Yeah, the black and white eye thing is good. Yeah. It reminds me of the, the X-Files thing where I think it's uh, the like, motor oil. Do you know what I'm talking about? Crytrack and he put the motor oil in his eyes. Never mind. Mm, I, I never saw it. Because when did I watch the X-Files? I don't remember a lot of it. It was a lot. I used to obsess about the fact that that mobile is the same one that's in the crib and maternity leave. I used to think that yeah. was really significant. Mm-hmm. We've for a long time. And we <laughs> 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 
We know her from such Lifetime films. Uh... You're sleepwalking. What? Just for the record, like we're not supposed to think that. I mean, she just dreamed that, right? I mean, there's, that's not like some kind of vision or anything, right? Do we agree? Yeah, like, like what are we supposed to think about that dream? Like, is it just her? She's just kind of paranoid and she just kind of imagines this scary scenario, or is it some like some of those island dreams? You know, is that actually being sent to her? Must have been a hell of a nightmare. Um, he said it was a nightmare. I don't know. I don't know what I think about that. Makes a fist so um, fingernails a quarter of an inch into their palms. I guess. Probably weren't dreaming. I guess I feel like it's just her, her randomly dreaming it, but it makes no sense for her to dream those things. So. I think so. Yeah, yeah. Like parts of them seem seem like they're too external to her for her to be thinking them. What did you say? Don't know. Whatever it was, she didn't But I still, I mean, there's, you know, they never really tell us what to think about it, so. Yeah, and I just, I, you know, what? I can't say it's Jacob, right? So, right. And it's, I, you know, the island, whatever that is. Yeah. Uh, maybe, but uh, it, it seems more a contrivance to me than, you know, it really having some great answer. I agree. I agree. But I'm wondering if it's a contrivance from the island or... I contrived it from her brain. I think I think contrived it from her brain. Like it, it, okay. it comes off as more than it is. I think, but they don't pay it off. So I have I mean, to true. think it, it's just in her head. Yeah. How many weeks in are you? What was the date that you found out that you were pregnant? That reminds me of something. Oh, that was your, uh, <laughs> the flash, pee on sideways now, or the flashback This guy looking like a young Ben Linus. Been? Yeah, there were theories that he was Ben's son. Oh, mm -hmm. I remember that. Because there's, there's actually yeah, paintings that he draws that are similar yeah, to uh, like paintings in the uh, Swan Station. Mm -hmm. It's just because uh, they have the same guy do all their paintings. Okay, first of all, these tests are not always accurate. Thomas! No, 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 my uncle, you know, we thought he had uh, testicular cancer, you remember that? He did, he's dead! Oh, yeah, God. I mean, no, no, it was a little joke. This is really distracting, you guys. I've never, I've never done this before. This is hard. Never happens. You have to, you have to have double, double listen. <laughs> Sometimes the Germans just know how to say something. I'll talk to say. If we if we wanted to, we could do this. Um, it's Sorry. weird to see. I, I know the scene is over now, but it's it's weird to see that scene with uh, with Jack and her because it, oh, yeah, it feels what? like, and I, mean, I don't know, you guys would know because you have been watching this, but it kind of seems like the first time that the two of them have spoken since. It's one of the first times they. Yeah, it kind of is. Yeah, they haven't. Sweet, but... Claire hasn't been around that much this season, really. This yeah, now. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think the behind the scenes thing is that she wasn't even part of the main cast until this episode. Yeah. So, so she she didn't even appear. Like Charlie was in danger, and Claire was not even in that episode. The best thing ever. Mm -hmm. You you really want to try? Yeah, she's got crazy eyes. 
This is gonna end happily ever after oh, for both of them. <laughs> what did you say? This is gonna end happily ever after for both of them. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that guy doesn't matter at all. Call that plane wreckage. Oh yeah, it's still there. I love it. It's just, just. Well, I miss it. First. You know, you miss it. You do. You're gone. You stand yeah. Still. Yeah, I kind of wish they had the money to keep it there for the whole show. Amazing. Mm-hmm. I'm doing something. I'm glad they got rid of it. You don't want to see it forever, but. <laughs> well, I don't want to see it when they come back to this beach, you know, because they're not yeah, actually here that much at a certain point. And... Oh, this isn't the beach where they're always at. It is the beach where they're always at, but they they start leaving a lot it's in season my three. Mom when I was yeah, here. yeah. She sounds really Canadian in this scene. She's more Canadian earlier on. Mm-hmm. I think her just Canadian like, slowly wore off. Just like Saeed is, is more, you know, he's less British as the show starts, and uh-huh. then he more British. <laughs> yeah. He he did the opposite. Mm-hmm. Something tells me he'll be okay. Speaking of Saeed. So what are you doing this far from the caves? Bringing water down. All right. Should he have been back by now? So he, just, he was on his way back last episode. He was. He's, uh, doesn't he show up Claire's in the end of this episode? He better. He does, yeah. But I, I think, uh, spoiler alert, but I don't, I think, I think the way they play with the timeline, right? Spoiler alert? Do you think anybody has? I feel like the idea is that, like, Russo and Saeed are hanging out right now. You know, like he oh, hasn't left they went yet. back. They went back uh, yeah. a little bit in time. I see. Ugh, those finger things. The finger cave. Mm-hmm. Oh, filthy as. Old tape fingers. Old tape fingers, as his buddies used to call him. God rest his soul, tape fingers. Indeed. Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> he had to sacrifice himself to save them all. My teeth stopped Right. He could not have ju- he had to close the door mm-hmm. with him on the inside. Yep. He couldn't have gone outside and closed the door no. behind them. Because then he wouldn't have died. I'm all right, Charlie. And Claire would mm-hmm. never have gotten on a helicopter. No, of course not. Oh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, that plane at the end was a helicopter. Misplaced. What? <laughs> How hard it must be for me. Right, it's almost the same thing. Yeah, there you go. That's your answer. <laughs> exactly. That's what they would say. Just take it. That plane was a helicopter. We don't have to do each other's hair or anything. I, I, I just mean that, you know, if, if you needed someone to talk to about anything... I'm here. This is the weakest proposal ever. (laughs) Good enough for Claire. (laughs) Okay. I mean, considering their circumstances, he is something like the last man on earth, so... (laughs) You know... She's weighing her options here. Yeah, you know, everybody tears up pretty fast when they crash. You know? Yeah, I'm totally. I'm actually moving on Tuesday. That is great. I don't. He's awesome. You know, maybe we should. Nah, you're not backing out now. Just oh, good. He's just a good. psychic, Claire. 
I mean, I thought you were all into this, all your astrology stuff. Yeah, I know, but... So, this reminds me of the whole debate that was happening on the forum with the real-life Australian Harry about the terrible accent. Oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, being an American person, uh, for those of you who can't tell, (laughs) I'm going to go out on a limb and say that Claire's friend has uh, what sounds to me like a terrible fake Australian accent. It did sound fake to me that time. Although yeah. I never noticed before. Charlatan. That friend disappeared. Like, it's, <laughs> that's another thing I've noticed about this show. Like, there's a ton of background characters that just never matter at all. Huh? Mm-hmm. There's a ton of foreground so characters that never matter at all. <laughs> all right, all right. Well, you know. Uh-oh. He guessed she was pregnant. How do you oh do that? Yeah, see that validated. I have no idea. But he's already got the money. He knows she's pregnant. And how does he know she's pregnant? <laughs> because he, he gathers information. Like, they wanted him to find a pregnant girl to get her to send her, her baby to them. So she saw her out. But she found out two days ago by peeing on a stick. How was he able to discover? He put, he put that, he's he just he that, put that stick in the trash, and he yep. found the he found he, he went to like her trash. A trash. He was going through trash. He he goes I'm to drugstores and wait for women to an easier find. Story, <laughs> an easier story would have been that that you know the the, the father of the baby set this guy up. You know, like yeah, he was you know trying to trying to you know help clear out in a weird way, but yet not have to take responsibility. So yeah. you know, somehow he found the couple and they found Mal. You know, it's like they could have tied it that way. They could have. That would have made sense. What? By the way, what is she wearing? Did this, so Claire was this, the friend? Yeah. Did the did the plane Claire? Did the plane crash in 1996? <laughs> <laughs> oh! Oh! <laughs> <laughs> That was scary. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There she goes Jack, again. Run, run, Jack, run. <laughs> Someone attacked her. What? So, I mean, here's the other question. Like, did it really happen? Yeah. That guy. <laughs> it's the guy that shows up out of nowhere. Right, Ethan just happens mm-hmm. to be nearby, unfortunately. But it is nice that they show him in the previous episode, so it's slightly less think, strange that he's there. Yeah, it's like, I think you should suspect him, but you, you really shouldn't suspect yeah. him at this point. Yeah, but I mean, what do you think? Was he really? I mean, he obviously he's right nearby. He could have been, but I mean... Well, it's like you don't really suspect him because you don't know what the motive is, so you don't know why, yeah. he would, why he would want to, but, you know. And at this point, yeah, like, in, he's just a red shirt. Like, he's just some yeah. guy that was on the plane. Like, why would he do that? He's just Tom Cruise's brother. He's just, yeah. Yeah, cousin, brother. But I don't think that he, you know, in this episode, is it reasonable to think that viewers would suspect him? Because I don't think it's... 
Well, then viewers are stupid. No, no, you're right. I just mean, like, in hindsight, did that really happen, or was she dreaming that? We didn't even have doors. I think that really happened. They they show Ethan doing it later. Well, why does he have a knife? We didn't even know each other. Yeah, what's exactly? They make it seem like like somebody's trying to cut the baby out of her. Yeah, they do. It's really a needle. That's what he has. And so, did he really come at her with a knife? I don't think so. I think that was kind of a fake out. So that, that seems to me like what we saw was Claire sort of Yeah, I think you're right. Like something was happening, but she interprets it as like mm-hmm. this kind of a knife attack. I feel like whenever we have these scenes between Jack and Hurley, it always looks like Jack wants to give Hurley a noogie. <laughs> kind of in a headlock, you know? Mm-hmm. Like I feel like Jack too, really he, likes He's Hurley. too much of a respectable doctor to do anything like mm-hmm. that, but he... But he just wants to. Right. You want to close your eyes. Even by the end of the series, he never could really Mm-mm. let, let him go. He's the leader, much. you know. Yeah. He's, he's the president. I won't leave you, Glenn. He just couldn't let it go. I really like how the census subplot is this, like, fairly light, like, comic pointless thing that becomes the reveal at the end. Oh, we have drapes now. Like, I just, I, I like that aspect of how it's written. Up. What the what becomes the what at the what? <laughs> the good. Okay. The Hurley taking the census of the survivors. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I just, I like how it's kind of, it feels like a pointless B-plot until the reveal at the end. Yeah. No, that's well done. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I like the structure of this episode. I, the, the flashback, the A-plot, the B-plot, they all fit together very nicely. Claire, you ate all the chips. I'm leaving you. <laughs> 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 Do what? How can we raise a baby if you eat all the chips? <laughs> this isn't working. Oh, you knew that? I was. You know, this is also a running theme with these flashbacks. Like, they really cut, like, a lot of... Uh, story development like they just cut to a thing happening without the connective tissue mm-hmm. you know well, like you in the previous scene he hopefully talks about how they're going to have a baby and then in the next yeah. scene he's given up well yeah and it's, it's just, i mean it's good storytelling for the cut to that yeah he's explaining why now you know, he's explaining his inner being thoughts now, but you yeah. don't need to see them because you can have it in the same scene. That's true. It's just, it's, it's, it's kind of better with the storytelling to kind of hit those beats just hard like that. But it's definitely their style. Yeah. Am I supposed to be a dad, Claire? How about my painting? My life? I knew, I knew this was going to happen. We did too. You men are all the same. Mm-hmm. You all look like Ben Linus. Of course, he's drinking beer out of a can. He's like, that's the great signifier of like a, a deadbeat dad. <laughs> I changed my mind because I want to be a painter. You are out of your mind, Claire. No, it's not over. I'm out of here. Damn it. Now she's going to eat all the chips. Acting. <laughs> John, right? That's John. what I remembered. 
Right? This was back when. God, it was so long ago. Yeah, they don't even know each other. His name. Whatever he's doing right now is gross. He's always doing gross stuff. Is he like rubbing alcohol on Yeah. Like, what do you think he's gonna do with that? And he's making a kite. He's you? making a kite out of borehide. <laughs> <laughs> you know it is. He's curing a borehide by pouring and, salt uh, out of a probably <laughs> dead child chew. dead children. <laughs> Maybe it was a small That's woman or man chew. There you go. <laughs> Look on the mystic no, uh, side. No, it found me. It's the kind of thing that no one no, no, says in life. Uh, <laughs> hey, you didn't wake up on an island with the ability to miraculously walk. Yeah, right? yeah. When you do that, <laughs> then you can I, tell I me what you would say. Away. I love that like walk away line. Where I, I didn't hear what he said, but it's just that it's like you know. I know we already talked, but I need to get away from that guy. Yeah. <laughs> He's a freak. He's creeped out by Locke, which is kind of interesting, because I never really saw Locke as creepy when I originally watched this. But I can actually see it now. Like, he is kind of crazy. She was terrified. She said that the guy was trying to hurt her baby. Why would someone do that now? But I guess I thought Locke was on a journey, so I wanted to follow him. Yeah, but don't you think that it was scary when he smiled with orange in his mouth? I mean... Yeah. Yeah, it was scary. That was one of the great Locke moments. Locke was creepy a lot in these early days. That's true. But I, I think after they said that he was in a wheelchair, like he was, he was enigmatic. But I never, I never feared him. I, I thought he was a good guy. Oh yeah, he never, he never seemed like he had like sinister agenda. Yeah. Like he seemed like he, you know, might do something drastic in his own agenda, but not like yeah. he was evil incarnate or anything. Exactly. name's Lance, right? Ethan. Dude, that's right. Lance, little skinny guy with glasses and red hair. I can see how you... You know, that almost comes off like Hurley knows he's faking or something, and he's testing to see yeah. what name yeah. he's going to... You know, if that was like Saeed, Saeed doing that line, you could you could be like, oh, mm -hmm. he's testing him to see if he says the right name. Yeah, and, the, and just okay, then when he's like, yeah, you would think so. <laughs> yeah, you know, when you watch it the first time, it sort of feels like wrong. he's just annoyed because he's not no, in the cool kids right. club. Right. And you realize that like, wow. But when you watch it again, that's totally a clue. Mm -hmm. Well, that should do it. Thanks for your time, dude. I've never been to Canada. Hey, what's this for? Oh, it's nothing. Just, uh, you know, thought it'd be a good idea. <laughs> it's like catching people like you. Like it's weird. Did you find it? Like oh well, you know, there's this woman at the camp, and she's uh, getting attacked in the middle of the night by somebody. And, uh, mm -hmm. You know. But why is the real you know? reason he decided to do this a situation? That would just be crazy. The crash. That no one's coming. This place. I'm just gonna point out, like They're Hurley does not. He does not know about the manifest at that point. Make you see things that aren't mm -hmm. actually there. Now I know it. It feels right. very real. Yeah. Your baby's coming soon. Well, it's good and because if he did, if he, if he had the manifest, he'd be just checking people's name off as right. And when he gets to Ethan, then he'd be like, "Oh, you're not on the list." So, yeah. so they have to save it for the story to work. So, That's true. But that would be able to take these. 
I want you to take these. These are just some pills that I found in the wreckage. I'm not totally sure what they do, but I think it would be good for you to be taking something. Claire. You think I'm making this up? She's an actress. And, and you want to give me sleeping pills? They're not sleeping pills. It's a very says. mild setting, Claire. What? No, Claire. Claire. It was safe at the beach. It's not safe here. Don't do this, Claire. You need to think about the baby. Don't talk to me about the baby. I'm sick of everyone telling me what to do. Please. Let go of me. You okay? You can really read women. That's what I say. He's relationship material, right, ladies? <laughs> he knows when you're fine, when you're storming off and off. He thinks you're okay. <laughs> yes? He Mr. looks Malcolm. like a fraud. He's got coffee. He's got coffee on his shirt. I don't understand. Does this speak to the fraud? <laughs> coffee shirt. <laughs> Monopoly money? Wow, that money looks really crazy. Hey. What are they doing down there with their currency? Uh, uh, yeah. Americans. Money should all look like American money. Pretty much. Obviously. I don't know. When did he leave you? <laughs> oh, honey girl, when did he oh. leave <laughs> Is that why you didn't want to do my reading last time? No, no. I saw something, sort of a blurry thing. And blurry's bad? It looked like a smoke monster. <laughs> that's, what, that's what we want to be true, right? Yeah. It's like, that's what we want. Like, we want it to be he saw Smokey or he saw whatever <clears throat> crazy with the island. Yeah. Oh, something. <sighs> Cave of light? <laughs> wow. Something bright yet something dark. <laughs> something close yet something near and far. <laughs> It's inside all of us, but no one's ever seen it. <laughs> I can feel it. This is important. And you can get close, but you can never touch it. <laughs> and if you stand in it, it's standing in you. Yeah, it's just it's great. It's a riddle that writes itself. It's great. by anyone else, anyone other than you. Danger surrounds this baby. Danger? Your nature, your spirit, your goodness must be an influence in the development of this child. That's another big yeah, thing here so the show, I... right? The whole good good versus bad yeah. Yeah. mantra right. that they went through the whole show with. Yeah. That never came down. I mean, that never really, it never really came down to anybody being good or bad, right? No, they kind of told us everybody was in between. Oh, great. What a great thesis. <laughs> but I feel like the 
line about her goodness and her nature being required for the baby to, you know, not be in danger. It also raises questions about, you know, when she claims. And, uh, you know, there's this whole thing about, you know, i got to get back to the island because Aaron, you know, Aaron needs his mom, his real mom. But Claire at that point is, you know, her nature is completely gone. Yeah. That doesn't stop her from going home with the baby, you know, at the end of the show. We just yeah. all, I guess, have to hope she normalizes. I think she unclaimed herself. She was never claimed. Come on, guys. We all saw season six. She was never claimed. She was just acting weird. Okay, you've got to stop calling me. It's too late, all right? I'm going to see adoptive services tomorrow. This is a weird way they wrote the story, too, because it's like, you've got to raise your baby. But no, you're going to adopt it? Okay, no, send it to these people, man. Yeah. Yeah, it's such a weird ploy. Like, it's a weird way to convince her to give up the baby. By first telling her, you absolutely must not to. Yeah. You absolutely must not to. That's not a sense. <laughs> I agree. I just said yeah, but I was just I didn't want to point it out. Okay. Wow. I uh Jack, I'll take it. That the Australian was rubbing off on you. None of it really yes. Right. So to prove your sanity you go tromping through the jungle alone. But he did it. <laughs> <laughs> And I think watching this, like, you really think she might be crazy. Mm -hmm. So, uh, where were you guys last night? Um, the beach. Why the interrogation? Plenty of person to ask me that. Why is everyone so uptight about answering a few questions? Well, maybe we're just not cool with you setting up your own little Patriot Act, man. Oh God! You know her? She uh, kind of got attacked. What? I mean, they're not like detaining them without I'm pressing so charges. Moving to the mm -hmm. rape case. <laughs> yeah, he went from zero to Patriot Act. Yeah. We cross out all the names of the dead after we burn the fuselage, so it should be a yeah, like, roster of the rest records of were kept before what? the Patriot really? Act. <laughs> yeah, the, the Patriot Act didn't invent the census. <laughs> Listen, there was no such thing as a census before the Patriot Act, all right? <laughs> oh, nice sunglasses. Yeah. Okay, you do that. I hear you had the flight manifest, and I need it once you give it to me. I think his hair grew about four inches between the previously on Lost yeah, so. and this episode. Oh, because that was from the pilot, yeah. Oh, that's yeah, right. It was, long, it was a while, yeah. Tell me to screw off. It was like nine months between the two or something. Give it to me. Because, dude, you could use the points. I do like Sawyer here. Well, gosh, you sure know how to butter a man up, Stay Puff. It's a gift. Manifest in a brown suitcase. Why would he even want the manifest? I mean, not Hurley. Why would Sawyer want it? 
I think he's just barely hoarding everything. So he can have it to give to somebody. And there's that. They need someone to have it. He's the one who has things. Mm-hmm. You don't like me, Charlie, okay? You just want to rescue me because I'm... Because of this. Yeah, well... Okay? I don't need rescuing. I don't need... It's a real issue. Yeah. I mean... You, yeah. See, here we because go. Of my, because of my impending need of rescuing. <laughs> because I'm about to give birth on a scary island full of, like, yeah. evil people and, like, With no, no monsters. Or medical supplies. No medical supplies. <laughs> you just need to calm down, all right? Big deep breath. Please. <laughs> calm down. Uh, that's so British. I need you to go get Jack. What? I'll be alright. I'm not leaving you alone. I can, I can deliver a baby. I can do this. I will never get a sense of how you know, water did you even play? I can kick drugs. I can deliver a baby. Did anyone even play? Or did you I'm a drug addict. I was a drug addict. I'm clean now. Get Jack. Let me explain. I'm a drug addict. Um. Yeah, it's you know, like I I couldn't I I don't know. Watching the show, it, it always seems like people are going huge distances in no time yeah. at all, and they never get lost. They they cheated more on that later in the show, but even already, that's true. They don't really take seriously the tracks. Once the baby is born and handed over to the stewards, you'll have no right to see the child again. Like, they only put in the walking no when they need dialogue the there. It will be mm -hmm. yeah. to Eileen and Joseph to decide whether to tell the child anything. I think you're it. supposed to believe they can get, like, to the caves and to the beach easily, but some of the, you know, other when places, the they really should be getting be given off. an additional payment of $20,000. Yes, we will. So wait, so these, this is a couple who contacted Malkin so they can yeah. find a woman to get a baby. Oh, no, 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 this is a separate couple. Like, she oh, this is the she goes off on her own, own to adopt a baby. Okay, so that's Do not confusing. Yeah. Malkin's couple's in L.A., of course. Okay. My... So, but we never see them, but we just, he just says they exist. Yes, that's correct. Well, we, maybe we see them in the afterlife, if that counts. Oh, my goodness. My deadbeat American dad. Yeah. Sing that song to me. <laughs> my half-brother, who he never told me about. <laughs> and the smoke monster is going to sing it to me later. Yeah, can you imagine? <laughs> That's not weird. Can you imagine what a horrible father Christian Shepherd was to infants? You know, like we feel bad he is with his grown children. But like, <laughs> maybe he was really good with the babies. I, I thought, yeah, maybe he was. He was probably better when the babies couldn't talk. They could just be babies, and he could. And as they start talking, they start disappointing him. He didn't start yeah, realizing they start how much of a failure they were. Yeah. Right. You're not walking yet. Damn you, baby. <laughs> you just don't have what it takes. So like in the scene where the pen keeps not working, right, like, right. It, it makes it seem it's like... Jacob. It's Jacob. What are you talking exactly. about? Exactly. It seems like a Jacob thing. But yeah. I don't think it is. Well, I think it could be only, well, I don't think it is, but I think it could be because he does want her to get on the plane. So he's got to have her go back to Falcon. 
Okay. Because he's the one who gets her on the plane. So. Yeah. So I think you know, we could say maybe that is Jacob, or it's just a shitty pen. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, thank God, I found a guy who can help me. Yeah. Thank God I found a guy who's secretly a doctor, and also an other. See, here's the thing that I'll never stop harping on. Like, he tells her Claire's having the baby. Neither Charlie nor Ethan know anything about the manifest at this point. Yeah. So I'm just, I'm just gonna throw that in. Okay. Okay. Jack's coming. How you doing? Uh huh. Okay, just take my hand. Oh, you know what I just realized? That we're probably gonna get to hear Justin rant about is how Ethan hauled away two grown adults. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know. Uh, I know. It would have been a lot funnier if, um, you know, if Ethan was like, I don't know Jack, but why don't you go find him and I'll go back with the pregnant girl and wait with her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that could have almost easily have happened. Like, it, it could have made sense for him to do that. Yeah. I found a couple in Los Angeles who are very eager to adopt. The baby will be safe in their care. I just don't buy that his plan, I, I his plan for this moment to have to happen, where he can tell her about this couple to get her baby, to, it went through so many hoops yeah. to work out this way. It just that couldn't that's just a bad plan if he planned it this way. Yeah. Like he's got a, he's got a hound her for months, and he's got a mm-hmm. first tell her tell her to keep the baby. $6,000 to give my baby to a couple of strangers in Los Angeles. 12000 I almost want to say that's how plans on lost go. Twelve thousand. That's how much your baby's worth. <laughs> it's so weird. There's not, there's not a lot of money at all. And after everything. Here, here, start a new life. Twelve thousand. Go. Well, those other that other couple was gonna give her a whole lot more than that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and I think he, in the deleted scene, he tells Echo that he got, I think, 25000 from the couple. 25000 That's, um, that's, like, what I make in my job in, like, seven months or eight months. Like, maybe I should just start making babies. There you go. Selling them to people. There it is. So this bit feels like a reveal. It feels like they're telling us, aha, all the strangeness actually makes sense, and he was really doing it to get her on the plane. Mm-hmm. You know, I buy that I at this stage. It has to be this flight. He knows she's going to crash on the island. Already scheduled to meet you when you arrive. So it was his original thing. She has to raise the baby. Right, right. That's what it seems well, like. Yeah, that's what it seems like in this episode. He's like, he knows the plane's gonna crash. Yeah, he's gonna end up here. Yeah, no couple. Yeah, and it's weird to watch this now, and it's like, no, there was a couple. You're and wrong. Never, see, and Claire has this grand realization, which, by the way, I dare I say, most happen? people don't realize the grand circumstances on how they got on the plane. True. And she realizes it. Yeah. That it's wrong. But she's wrong. <laughs> And she never realizes it later that, oh, Malkin was wrong. Like, yeah, no. People continue to think that. She never gets a chance to talk to Echo about uh, about their mm-hmm. common uh, friend. Yeah. 
So let me ask you guys this. Do you think that when they wrote this episode, that was just supposed to be it? Oh, yeah. yeah. That he yeah. somehow knew. And then, it was real. That's, what, that's yeah. what I don't like about about Lost is that too often, and of course I can't think of a single other example. But, <laughs> don't um, worry, there are some. Yeah, there are. I know there are. The, they have what looks like a really intriguing thing, and we understand sort of what's happened. And then, and then they have they to pay it off. And, yeah, they want to go back and retcon it into something else that is yeah. stupid. Yeah, the standard thing they do is tell you that it wasn't what you thought and it matters less than you thought. It's <laughs> <laughs> the best double whammy you can get. Yeah. Right? <laughs> it's like, it makes you feel like an ass for even being interested in it. Well, what yeah. was I doing interested in this for, you know? Yeah, exactly. It's, it's tough. So, but I guess the question is why, why didn't they just leave it at he was right. She needed to crash on the island and raise the baby. Why did they change that? The next point that they change is the echo part, right? Yeah. Psych. Yeah. So they probably need they... to go back and say it wasn't a real psychic. Oh, here we go. I think I part it. of the thing they wanted to do was make sure that we didn't think Aaron was too important. Oh, God. So he just rolled in. What happened? Yeah. What, why is he hurt? What's going on? He's been accosted by the whispers. He was? Wow. He's been accosted by the whispers. <laughs> and that made him do this. Yes. No, he's just been tortured by the French Yeah, fire. that's really what happened. Yeah, but I mean, come on. And I think that's he's supposed I to be delirious. I love this. From getting whispered at. <laughs> I love that scene. That's yeah, it's good. It's good. It's really good. His, del- his delivery is fantastic. That's like previously on Lost material right there. It's one yeah. of the things that gets that, that they get out of the cave is all those yeah. shadows. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's atmospheric in a way they can't really make the beach because it's too, like, beautiful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Here we go. We got a problem. Yeah, so Hurley runs in with manifest. the manifest. Jack, the census. The names of everyone who survived. All 46 of us. I interviewed everyone here at the beach. Got their names. The tail section? One of them. Everybody. <laughs> oh, wait. One of them isn't in the manifest. He wasn't on the plane. Hello there. Who is it? I hope it's this scary guy. <laughs> yeah, you just look at him, and all of a sudden, that nice face is evil. Yeah. And he hasn't changed anything. This uh, look right crazy. here is really scary. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He looks like a zombie. Yeah, yeah they, there it they is. Probably, uh, oh, yeah, they probably, probably you know, look how, uh, you know, pretend you, you forgot where you put your keys. Go. <laughs> like, that's, that's the look he has. Wait a minute. Uh... You really know how to kill the drama, man. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. So, you know, as a writer, it's my, it's my job to manipulate drama, so, for better or for worse. <laughs> like, I just, the, that last shot is so, like, it's so nicely done. Like, they don't even have to show you anything. He's just standing there. Yeah. You know? I, just think, I just love because it's, it, the way those things work is it's, it's working off the music, it's working off their reaction, and it cuts yeah. to him. Look, not you don't even know what he's looking at. I mean, not, you think he's looking at them, but yeah. they might have even been upset when they shot that. Yeah, you know. But it's just I, I, I love those of how you, how you get those those moments like that. It's just like 
he's thinking about what he, you know, what he took freshman year of college or something. You know, you, you have no idea how they get those expressions. And see, when you don't know his motives, when you don't know anything about the others, there's so many possibilities of what he what he wants. What is he doing? Like you know, he's been at, at, like accosting Claire in some way, sticking her with a needle. Well, like, yeah, and they didn't actually resolve that. All no, we, we didn't find out. We found out who was maybe doing it, but yeah. we didn't find out why they were doing it. Exactly. Yeah. So it opens up that whole like thing of okay, what what is he doing? Who who else is there? Like what what is all this about? And like the mystery of that is at this point really interesting. I think. Mm-hmm. You know, knowing unfortunately what all the answers are, you know, it just it doesn't it uh, it, it all feels a bit overhyped. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, but it, it's oh. very effect like very uh, like as a self-contained thing. Yeah, as, it, a, as a story well on its own, like it is great. Like the whole Claire coming to Malkin thing is is great and. It's yeah. just when you try to piece it with other elements, it just falls apart. Yeah, it just doesn't fit into the story very well. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I, I guess there's a lot of episodes like that, but I, I feel like this one really stands out. Because it, it almost works as a short on its own. Yeah. Yeah, I guess the idea is he didn't know she would crash, but Jacob did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I guess. I guess. Who knows what Jacob knew? Nobody, because he didn't tell anyone. <laughs> <laughs> maybe all the answers are hidden on the tapestries he was weaving. Ah, maybe, yeah. Maybe if you read it, it has, like, clues to everything. We've only we could decipher all of that Greek. Yeah, exactly. <sighs> God. I think that's another thing that they owed us, like, some kind of... I mean, they tell us that he brings people there, but, like... How? Like, like, how does that work? I, the I, lighthouse. It just—that's not an explanation. <laughs> Why not? That's what they gave us. It's it's a lighthouse that that you turn into a dial and it looks. I mean, uh huh. No. Uh huh. Yeah. And what? Prove me wrong. <laughs> I mean, I give you lighthouse. I mean, were all the people on the Black Rock on the lighthouse? Was everyone he's ever brought to the island on the lighthouse? Like, listen, a lighthouse can have three hundred and sixty markers on it, mm-hmm. and that's the exact number of people that have ever come to the island. Really? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> No, I mean, no, I, I, I mean, I don't know. I think that's the best thing you get is, is somehow you, you get the lighthouse. I mean, he's gotta, he's gotta have a way to figure out who he wants to bring. The lighthouse seems like an explanation. I think they should have gone further with it. You know, Lost has that thing, and, and it, it's, it, it's a double-edged sword about how they set up premises and these mysteries and, and uh, the mythologies. They set them up in this way where they're sometimes too timid to go all the way with it. Which is good in a way, but maybe in the short run it's good. You know, like with the lighthouse, they gave us enough for that episode to be really interesting. But then, of course, Jack smashes it, so we never get to see it used. You know, they didn't have the sort of whatever to go further with it and actually show Widmore being brought to the island with it. What does that look like when the, the, the lighthouse is on Charles Widmore's 
number, and he's, you know, and then we cut to him and we see whatever the effect of that is in terms yeah. of the, of the island. Like, they, they, a lot of times they didn't go far enough with some of the cool stuff. Sometimes, And I think it's wise because that mitigates some of the crap that I think we that would happen. But at the same time, it, it gives you less payoff with some of these things. Right, <laughs> right. And, but I guess I feel like they spend so much time explaining to us how the characters got on the plane. Mm-hmm. And, like, if you just look at what happened with Claire in this episode, you know, a big part of it, really all of it almost, is Richard Malkin's scam. Like, that's, mm-hmm. what, that's what gets her on the plane. And we're supposed to believe that, you know, Jacob had a hand in that somehow, or he just knew it would happen, or what? Like, if he decides he wants her to come, like, what, what part – what part is he playing in that? Richard Malkin's doing well, that's his own the question, thing, right? I mean, I mean, you could. I think it, it, it's something. The gamut is something like <laughs> on the on the on the on Jacob having sort of great power. Something like he shines the lighthouse on her or something. And and from the you know the point at which she's pregnant and the the guy decides he wants to leave, like that's the beginning of his major influence, maybe. You know, is is him leaving, which means she's by herself. He was worried he's a baby, and then you know, the whole thing with Malcolm happens. And so it's like maybe he's intervening from that point, or he's not intervening until you know uh, it's time to you know for Malcolm to, to give her the plane tickets, and he's like, and he makes it happen where it's that flight or something. I don't know. Okay, there's no way to tell. Yeah, you know, or maybe he's maybe, maybe Jacob is sort of really just that couple Malcolm is talking about. You know, maybe he's the one who got the people to say uh. to do this. And he just knew the plans would, you know, would align that yeah. he'd get on the, the right flight. So, I, who knows? See, I just, but, I wish they would have told us that, you know. Yeah. Like it would be cooler to me if they said, "Oh, Jacob was the couple." You know, there really was no couple. <laughs> that part was true. Well, it was, yeah. You cut to Jacob talking to Malcolm, I mean, wanna... and, and and it's Jacob. You know, he's he's saying it's him and his wife who wants the baby. Yeah. But when we see Jacob, we know that he's this is just a ruse, and he's he's the person behind this, and. I think, hey, I'm all for showing that, but they're not. <laughs> I have a really funny idea of how that scene would go down, and it's basically Jacob talking to Malkin and, and saying, you know, my you know, my wife and I live in L.A., and we, you know, desperately want this, you know, want to adopt a baby. And then he's starting to look right into the camera, and he holds his hand up like he's whispering to the camera, and he says, but there's no wife. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he whispers to the audience. I'm just kidding. I'm really an island deity. I'm exactly, exactly. Wink, wink. You know. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, where's that show? <laughs> I I want to see that show. Yeah. <laughs> And then it cuts to balcony. He goes, I'm not really a psychic. <laughs> you know, so they're, they're both pretending, and neither knows the other's pretending. Yeah, we should talk to the people who do those literal videos. God, you know, yeah. for Lost, that would help so much. Like, I almost want that. <laughs> I, I, It sounds like I almost want that as a special feature on the DVD. Like, turn on the, uh, you know, they say their real motivations mode. And, yeah, totally. and, and instead of the scene, they turn to the camera and explain what they're really thinking. Mm-hmm. You know, like, now, I feel like that would help more like so a reality much. show testimonial, you know? What? 
I said, now this, the description that you just gave sounds more like a reality show where they have the the testimonials uh, or whatever. Oh, talking heads, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, that is what it would be like. Except they'd Locked be in the over. middle of the scene while they're giving their testimonial. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like there's just too many instances of things where it's kind of impossible to figure out what it is they actually want. Mm-hmm. You know? Give us five examples. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, <laughs> in order, in order of uh, descending order of, import, of importance. Like, uh, okay, I'll just throw well, out, you know, since we're talking about Jacob, like one thing that still bugs me is, um, is Nadia's death. You know, like mm-hmm. I wish... I wish they had ever made it clear. Nadia, Nadia the cat that uh, <laughs> that uh, was I think that cat lived actually. <laughs> <laughs> that cat outlived everyone on the island. Yes, it inherited the island after after <laughs> Finn and Hurley were gone. Yep. Um, then you uh, have the the cat ruling the island, but who's gonna pet the cat? <laughs> it's like a Twilight Zone episode. <laughs> The cat king. The cat that could be king. <laughs> wow. All right, what are you gonna say? Anyway, um you know you know how they show um uh well first of all we hear about Nadia's death like second hand. You know, we hear um you know, we hear some details and they, they pin it on this guy and he's supposed to be connected to Widmore, you know, and 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 so then that's how Ben gets Saeed to start killing people, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, like, we actually see it, and Jacob's there. They don't identify the driver, and they never make clear, like, who did it and why. And did mm-hmm. did Jacob have a role in it? Like, Jacob was collaborating with Wood- Widmore at a certain point. Like, you know what I mean? Like, did he have – was it actually Ben, and it was all part of the manipulation? He never says that it was. Like, it's – you know what I mean? Like, that's the kind of thing where, in some of those scenes, I would like to know what we're mm-hmm. supposed to think. Because it seems well, totally yeah. ambiguous. Was Jacob, well, was Jacob killing Nadia, or was he saving Saeed? Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. But it, and that reminds me of the whole thing with the, the, all the people on the, I guess, on the Ajira plane who get murdered. Yeah. Where it's like, was mm-hmm. it Whitmore or was it Ben? Because they're both totally capable of doing it. And Widmore or Locke? Widmore, yeah, Man in Black. Sorry, oh, Man in Black right, right, not right. really not, yeah, got the yeah. manpower to do man it. Man in Black. Yeah. Um, yeah, they just threw their hands up in the air. They're like, we don't know who did it. <laughs> you know, that's yeah. what it came down to. Man in Black was like, I didn't do it. <laughs> and Widmore and, was like, I didn't do it. <laughs> yeah. It so was just like, okay, well, stalemate then. Like, that's yeah, where but, motivation mode would be really helpful. Yeah, it's like, we're not having dinner till someone confesses that they did it. Yeah. It's like, you know, <laughs> just like two stubborn right. kids. Like, somebody did it, all right? Exactly. Well, doesn't admit to murdering everyone on the plane, <laughs> returning this car around. Well, no one's leaving this island until someone takes credit for killing these people. <laughs> <laughs> Now, I will say the encyclopedia claims that Widmore did it. Um, So that's the closest we're ever going to get to an official answer. And it's like, okay, I guess that's what the writers were thinking. But I feel it's – I'm still not satisfied with it because they – 
couldn't be bothered to tell us that in the show. Yeah, but they could be bothered. I was going to say, you know, one one scene that I think was really, really superfluous in the grand scheme of things is is during that whole the end of the show uh, when when uh, oh I forgot her name. Uh, what's her name? Zoe with the Zoe. glasses. Mm-hmm. She comes in to talk to Jen about the maps. Yes. And it's like, why even at that point they know what the rest of the season is going to look like. They know they're not going to pay this off. Yeah. This whole idea of finding other pockets that mm-hmm. and Jen knows because he worked with Dharma and he was mapping the area during the time. It's oh, a red herring. Why even? It's not even a red herring because it's like there's no point to bring it up. It's not related to any like other thing that's going on. I mean, it seems like it's related to Widmore's plan, but yeah. it's just weird to have that detail and have a whole scene of that when they're not going to pay that off in the least, and it barely relates to the big conflict, which is you know Desmond surviving the test and then pulling the plug and the yeah you know it's just it's like why do you even have that scene? Yeah, I mean, I think I think it it the closest function that I can come up with is that that's the episode right before the Desmond one. Cause that one's the package where they reveal that the package is Desmond. Mm-hmm. And so I think, I think they're telling us that as a kind of setup for what they do to Desmond in the, in the next episode. I feel like that's the only function you can really get from it. Yeah. It, I guess it just comes off like, it comes off like she's approaching Jen to help him find these things. Yeah. But that's not going to happen. Right. You know, all she's really doing is saying, hey, there's pockets of energy on the island. And I, and I guess you're supposed to say at the end of it, well, they found one. It was the light cave or something. And I guess my other takeaway <laughs> from that is some sense of what Widmore's plan actually was supposed to be originally, the one he had the timetable for. Mm-hmm. You know, like, because we never get to see that get executed because all this other yeah. stuff happens and he just fails completely. And it comes down to him alone in a room. Yeah you know, get, getting shot by Ben. Man, what a way to go. God, that was such a letdown. Yeah, that was a letdown. I, Whitmore deserved I a better ending so. than that, I think. He did. Yeah. It's unfortunate that it was the second-to-last episode, and they, you know, didn't really... I, I, I feel like at that point they they had so much, uh, so many other big things going on for the main characters, they didn't feel like... I feel like they, they felt that they needed to just dispose of him as quickly as possible mm-hmm. and not really get do him any justice. And I, I agree. I, I think he'd, he'd been in the show enough that he deserved better than that. I kind of wish somehow he would have like been on a sub or something when it went down and you could maybe think he, he somehow survived or something. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But, um, you know, what are you going to do with loss? podcast about it forever, I guess, <laughs> is our answer, apparently. <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah, it's got so many of those elements that are great, and then they never pay them off, or when they do pay them off, it's not interesting. It, you know, that's the frustrating thing. It's usually one or the other. Mm-hmm. It's hard to think of an example where neither one of those things happens. What's a great? What's an example of a great premise or, you know, a, a setup to something, and they actually pay it off well. Okay. <laughs> Everyone has five hours to think of what we can mean. <laughs> I can't think of a single thing. I mean, there's got to be, I mean, even my, I mean, oh, geez. Um, Every I, example that pops into my head fails. Mm-hmm. 
If you think of all the long-running plots on the show, they fail that test, I think. Not the numbers. That's yeah, true. Those, those are, yeah. Really sad those are really sad. That's okay. It's, it's true. We're so excited about it's the just, number. It That's only failed time. because it was so true. Mm-hmm. Um, what about um, um, what about Juliet's tattoo? That was really uh, a great sort of build up and suspense and you know and, and, and what you know the repercussions of that were endless ripples throughout loss, really, oh, if you think about God. it. I completely forgot about, I'm I'm sitting here thinking what tattoo are you talking about? That's what you should have been thinking. I wish I could think that way. There's the tattoos yeah. around the world. You know. Well unfortunately I did eventually remember. Yeah. Yeah, little known. I, I feel like, in general, when people think of Jack's tattoo episode, they forget that Juliet got her own tattoo in that episode. Mm-hmm. And it's mostly because they never acknowledge it again. Yeah. I, I'm pretty sure, I'm almost convinced that that episode didn't happen. <laughs> there's, no, there's very little proof it did. Yeah. Yeah, like that, that sheriff character, we never see her again. Yeah. You know, like it's 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 very it's very easy to just take it out and you don't really lose much. And you know, it almost makes no sense given what we know about Ben and how he ran the others, that there was even a sheriff. Yeah. You know, like, I, I could I could maybe buy that, like, okay, he wanted someone to sort of deal with problems that he didn't feel like he needed to deal with, but it was, again, part of the, that, that that mythos of the others where they had this culture and this, you know, yeah. their, the sort of, their, when they were defining their society, you know, it goes hand in hand with the burial of Colleen. Yeah, this, they this never the season three others. Again. Yeah, it's like, right. okay, this is, how, this is what they're like, and this is their culture, and, you know, but... yeah. Like so many cultures, it crumbled so fast. <laughs> yeah, totally. And and the that God, that episode is horrible. But the the like, um, you know, we're here to watch thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, hey, Cindy, what have you been up to? Oh, not so much. It's gonna. I was here to watch. <laughs> yeah, speaking of mysteries that went nowhere. Mm-hmm. That that's Cindy. I remember when that trailer came on with Cindy yes, at yes. the cages, and it was like, "Oh my God, Cindy!" Mm-hmm. That was that was big. That was a big. I felt like I remember seeing that next time Lost, and it was like huge. Like, oh my God, Cindy's there, and they're there to watch, and mm-hmm. I don't know what they're watching. <laughs> and what else did we know? That's all she said. Mm-hmm. We're here to watch. That's it. <laughs> that's my only line. <laughs> I gotta go. Listen, guys, we need a line that's good for the trailer, so let's just cut it off and we're here to watch. <laughs> yeah, I, I do think, um, I, 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 specifically, I've heard them say that Colleen's funeral, that they, it's just like the cave, kind of like the cave set, that they just didn't mm-hmm. like how it looked, so they, mm-hmm. even though they logically worked it into the plot, they had to just remove it because they didn't like it. I, the, with Colleen's funeral, they, they said they didn't like how that came out, so they just they just discarded that idea that the others, you know, have this kind of funeral, uh, you know, ceremony. And, mm-hmm. and like, Richard, for example, just buries Alex, you know, nothing, yeah. nothing crazy, just the standard thing. Like, they don't, they don't do those, those rituals after that. 
So I, I feel like well, especially especially at a certain point when they need certain dead people to still be around, right? Yeah. <laughs> Why not keep the bodies on the island? Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's a that is a really good point, actually. <clears throat> that's true. Yeah, and so I I feel like a lot of that, unfortunately, a lot of that stuff about the season three others like didn't really have legs. Like it, it was only valid for a short period of time. Mm-hmm. And when they show the others later, there's really no sense that they. Ma- you know, they maintain any of those things that they tell us in season three. It must have really sucked to be another. Yeah. I think a lot of that period would have been really sucky to just be, not have any idea what's going on. Yeah. What is what has been doing now? Now we got to, we got to walk where now? We got to move again. See, at who's, the time. Who's going to carry Ben? Who's going to carry Ben's, you know, death? Yes. His, oh, God. Uh, he had a whole, like, boudoir. Like, it was ridiculous. Who's going to carry the armoire? <laughs> In the day sofa. <laughs> I got the chase. <laughs> but see, like, at the time, I thought the others were clued in on certain secrets. And so Mm -hmm. even if it was hard, you know, they knew that what they were doing was for a larger purpose. And so Mm -hmm. like at the time it didn't seem so weird, but I think now looking back, it's, it is strange to me, like the people who just are convinced to join the others and really just have no idea what's going on. Yeah. And yet they serve this strange call like group. I think it I think it really shows the power of not just group things, but it shows the power of like how small small miracles or examples of magic are just enough to convince people of things. You know, and yeah. it's just like Jacob had he you know, Richard wasn't aging and you know yeah. maybe people were healing and things like that and right. people were like, Well, this validates our belief in this system because real world things are happening. And it's, that should be, you know, that should be normal. That should be the common sense thing to do. Well, okay. If this thing is, you know, uh, has real powers, then that validates me believing in it. But it's like, well, it's all about the context and your perception of it, I guess. Cause it's like, well, Jacob didn't even know what he was doing basically. Right. You know? and, what, and what powers did he really have? And does that even mean he's right? You know, because he has powers. Right. Know. Right. And not only that, like, it didn't, like, even if they they had access to certain, like, supernatural, you know, powers that kind of emanated from the island, it still didn't mean that their, their beliefs or their way of life was in tune with that or correct in any sense. I mean, I, my impression is that, that was just, up for Ben to decide. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it always comes down to somebody deciding who's right and wrong. Yeah, and like Ben, you know, Ben obviously had no idea, you know, a lot of what was going on. Um, mm-hmm. So he's just he's doing things for his own interest, and they're following their leader as though, you know, they're they're some kind of prophet, you know, some kind of some kind of figure that is is saying things that that actually matter beyond their own interests. I think loss is basically a large metaphor about the, the, the necessary role of democracy in modern society and how power held with the people is more effective than power held. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> it just, seeing an episode like this brings me back to the days when the others were intriguing, you know, when, yeah. when it was, mm-hmm. when it was, it was like, I really want to learn who these people are and what they're doing and why. Like I, you know, those things. Fucking hey, you remember? You remember when um, 
when they find the 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 fucking locker with the costumes and yes. it. Yes. Oh, that was great. Yes. God. What happened to that? I mean, it was awful, but it was great at the time. <laughs> like, what? They're, what? That's not his beard? What? That oh. is such a weird reveal in retrospect. It is a weird reveal. Like, I don't even know what to do with it anymore. It's like, well, they they weren't dressing up originally, but then they moved into the barracks because Ben wanted them to, so then they had to dress up to pull off this plan that Ben had but then later they just go back to dressing that way normally, and they don't need to put on fake beards because they can grow just, real beards. I would, yeah, that's, that's the first thing is Tom can grow a beard, right? Let's just get that off the table. You know, you know why well, have a fake beard? It makes no sense to have a fake beard, except that's an obvious disguise thing to have. Right. But, uh, it's supposed but, I mean, to be a reveal about who the others are, but it's not. Take a picture of Tom as Mr. Friendly on the raft stealing Walt, and take mm-hmm. a picture of Tom in New York with his, you know, male lover, whatever his name was, Arturo, Arturo, Arturo <laughs> you know, eating, eating, gra- eating grapes and drinking wine, you know, before <laughs> they go see, you know, the show that night on Broadway. Mm-hmm. It's just like, <laughs> who are these people? <laughs> <laughs> Literally, yeah. and and talking to Michael about how the island won't let you die, and did the mm-hmm. did the bullet bounce off of your head? Like, where mm-hmm. is he getting that stuff from? You know, like you know, that's that that just seems like it's old timey. Uh, what do they call it? Uh, um, not not mental projection, but uh, 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 you know, when you place an idea in somebody's head. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess today we'd call it Inception. But, ah, uh, yeah. you know, <laughs> but you know that you know that idea of you you just planting an idea in somebody's head, and so so now Michael has those two options to deal with. Before he wasn't thinking really of that, but now right. that he says, "Oh, did the gun bounce off your head, or did you know what was the other?" Option? Or did the gun just misfire? Yeah. Guess what, Tom? It was the one that makes sense. Yeah, it's the one that <laughs> like nothing supernatural had to happen. Yeah. <laughs> But the fact that he even seriously thought that was a possibility indicates things about Tom that make no sense to me. <laughs> okay, and so parse that with, okay, you have that whole idea, but then then add this other idea of, okay, this idea of Michael, you know, the the island not being done with Michael, You then you flash forward to him on the boat when Christian shows up and says you're done, mm-hmm. and he's just like, okay, well, it, it's almost like, you know, the island, you know, had no power over Michael. You know, the bullet thing, that wasn't the island. And it just, like, Christian just shows up in order to prove that he has this power to decide when Michael dies. You know, it's like, did he just, did he, you know, it's like, from what perspective are we supposed to, you know, think about that happening, you know? Yeah. Is it he knew the bomb was about to go off until he just appeared to him? You know, but it, it seems like it gives him the, it's giving him power over when Michael's dying. No, you're right. It's almost like if he if he didn't if he wasn't ready to let Michael die, the bomb wouldn't go off. Yeah, exactly. That's how. It, and to me, it kind of validates like Michael's mission as being you know something yeah. the island quote unquote wants him to do. Yeah, but it makes me think. Okay, or is it that, or is it Man in Black being clever and showing up at the right time to give the illusion that he has this power? Uh, yeah, well, in retrospect, I think that's what it is. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't come off like that, and I think that still doesn't explain why Tom thought that was going to happen. Yeah. You know? Well, he thought that because 
who Ben told him, right? Or okay, but then why did Ben think that? Okay, the only the only okay, listen, there's only two people who thought that you know the island wasn't done with them. It starts with Locke, right? Yeah, Locke is the, one of the main people who says that and tells everybody else. Yeah, and and Ben thinks that, but I think that's because of Locke too, because of the whole turning the wheel thing. Yeah. You know, he thinks, okay, well, the island, you know, Jacob wants me to leave, and I'm going to turn the wheel, and I'll go, right? Isn't that why he left? He was going to yeah. go tell them to come back or something? Uh, Well, he he was... Oh, no, he turned the wheel to move the island. He turned the wheel to save the island, yeah. He thought he was island. being yeah, banished. Yeah. Um, That's right, yeah. Yeah, because he wasn't the leader anymore. So I think at that point, I don't know, I guess he's just going to go, like, get revenge on Widmore or something. I mean, at some point in season four, he's he's getting people to come back to the he's you know that whole thing of him you know working behind the scenes with the with the with the others on the mainland you know right him, right right that's him for some reason thinking they need to go back but but I that's guess, that's after Locke shows up yeah you know like he he doesn't he doesn't try to get anyone to go back until until Locke shows up yeah well yeah okay that whole previous period he's killing Widmore's people yeah. Exactly, and Locke But that's up. still, but that's still him protecting the be protecting the the losses because he thinks that you know, or he he's at least saying they need to be protected. Yeah, you know that's true. And I mean, Locke thinks they have to go back because ultimately, just because you know the man in black told him. Yeah. So so that whole idea, although it seems to be validated, I guess the final answer is it wasn't true, and yet it kind of was because mm-hmm. they did need to go back. It's like they didn't have to go back, but they needed to go back. Yeah, yeah. Like they were supposed to in the sense that, you know, Jacob brought them there to take over for his job, and, you know, None of them were there. For Here's my question: years. If the whole I, the whole point of the island, in sort of a macro sense or something, or micro, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> either one you want. Uh, uh, you know, if, if it's just about the Lofties needing to go through uh, sort of events to sort of test their weaknesses and their character flaws, and sort of, I guess, in some way, make them a better person by the end of all this, like. You know, weren't they? Was there? Wasn't their most of their job done in that respect? Done by season four when some of them get off the island? Like, yeah. did those extra two years really make them whole people? Right. You know? I agree. That that was the other thing about like the the memory montages. Like they were notably seasons one through three heavy. Mm-hmm. And 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 it definitely like except for certain things like Sawyer and Juliet or whatever that didn't happen until later that, you know, couldn't possibly have had flashbacks from, from season one, it did seem like pretty much pretty much everything that was really important had already happened before they even left the first time. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, that seems, that seems kind of disappointing because it kind of undervalues what seems to be the meat of the show, which is seasons four through six. Which is why I think, again, and I'll never probably stop saying this, uh, I think the incident should have been more important and should have been more integral to the whole plan, you know. Yeah. Uh, Man in Black has his loophole of doing the whole thing with Locke, and Jacob is one step ahead, and he realizes that, you know, he's going to have these losties, you know, do this thing with the incident. Somehow that's going to help his plan, you know. Yeah. I just That would have made it a lot more interesting for the rest of the seasons if it's like, oh, okay, if these people didn't weren't on this island, 
you know, this bad thing would have happened that has big repercussions, you know. Yeah. But then we find out yeah. that they caused it in a way. Right. And then they don't tell us necessarily that, it, you know, that they fixed it or that they made it better than it would have been. <laughs> they just right. show us what happened, you know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I think the final answer is, you know, we just we we got to witness what they were talking about in the orientation film when they talked about the incident. And that's it. Mm-hmm. Yay! That's what happens. <laughs> a group of time traveling lasties from the future decided to detonate a nuclear bomb at the site of a pocket of electromagnetism, and the darn people thought it was the hostiles. And uh, that's the incident. The end. Boom. Um, I don't. Yeah, don't forget Jughead. You know, uh, uh, coming from the fifties and and being uh, hidden under under the temple. Don't uh, ask them. Don't ask them how they got Jughead out. You know how they got it in there because they won't tell you. <laughs> no, they really won't. I. I. Oh God. Yeah, that part's weird. Yeah, because they could only get there by swimming through that cavern. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, okay, but you got this giant, uh, you know, <laughs> nuclear bomb in here? Mm-hmm. You can't really, I don't think you can really swim that. Yeah, that's where the box comes in handy, right? Yes. <laughs> oh, God. That's that must finally that that's what they needed the box for. That's what they needed for. It's to move big things. <laughs> what else do you need a box? What's <laughs> a traditional purpose for a box? <laughs> I mean, why would it be anything crazy on Lost, right? The of course, it should be really boring and simple. It's what they put things in, of course. You can put whatever you want in it, and it's somehow it's magical, and you can carry it around very easily. So I love that commentary podcast basically just means, um, you know, taking taking some time to for sure watch the episode and comment on it, but then also just generally talk about the whole show in sort of free form, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Usually the usually end has been spilling out into uh, the, the show at large. Yeah. yeah, but it usually like starts it. with, like, something inspired by the episode, mm-hmm. you know? So in this case, I feel like the thing was, like, you know, why did Claire get on the plane and, you know, what mm-hmm. what, what role did Jacob have in that? And also, like, the psychic's plan, like, it's so, it's so weird. Like, what is he doing? Mm-hmm. You know, what are we supposed to think about that? So I feel like those things are just – they're kind of, um, you know, they're kind of prototypes, as really most plots on Lost are, I guess, uh, for for what they did over and over again. So just, mm-hmm. you know, from there you end up talking about all kinds of stuff, like tattoos and funerals yeah. and freighters and, you know, the incident. No, it's just like, yeah. But, yeah, that's that's the general. I mean, I feel like part of this, Part of this is me, like, doing the best I can to make sense of this show. Because, um, mm-hmm. like, watching it again, you know, I get the chance to reevaluate. I mean, because I haven't watched this since the end. So I get the chance to reevaluate it, you know, knowing everything there is to know. And, and so, you know, there's usually there's usually some, you know, some kind of thoughts that come to mind after you watch one of these one of these old things. 
Mm-hmm. I think probably the others is is the is is was the most interesting thing that was introduced in this episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it had it had legs. I mean, I think the others were interesting until season three. Like so many things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, well, they 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 gave us all we need to know about the others, and it was very boring after that. Yeah. And, uh, so they went on to other boring mysteries. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. It's just weird that, like, when we cut, you know, the stuff they tell us about the others is kind of all, like, Ben's tenure stuff, mm-hmm. you know? So I feel like a lot of that just comes from Ben, like, what he wanted. It's almost like yeah. it's almost like it's more background on Ben than it is on the others. It's almost know? like they really like that Ben character that they it wrote. Is. <laughs> like, they wanted to focus a lot on his perspective of things. Uh, it's weird. <laughs> But then, yeah, I mean, okay, and I'm a Ben fan, of course, so that's fine, but I feel like when they cut back to the others and they're not with Ben, they're different, mm-hmm. you know, and they never focus on that. They never really delve into that very much at all. Because it doesn't matter. Because it doesn't matter. <laughs> you really wanted to focus on the others when Ben's not around? What do you want to get out of that? <laughs> Well, okay, I know I know that I probably wouldn't get anything out of that, but, I, like, I I was just... I, you would hope that there would be something good to get out of that. Yes, yes. Yeah. As the seasons progressed, like, we kept seeing the others sort of doing their own thing without Ben, and they just looked so different mm-hmm. from the way they did under Ben. It was, you know, I don't know, new new leadership or something. Um, it almost seemed like they just reverted to their old ways. Well, I think so, yeah. You know, and that it's it was like, oh, that's what I want to know about, you know, but of course, I'm sure the answer is there's really not much to know there. There isn't. I mean, you saw them in the 50s. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, you saw what they were like in their heyday, and yeah. then you saw I mean, they're 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 not great. They don't have anything to do. What do I want from that? Yeah. You know, I, know. I mean, I remember thinking, you know, when they when they kidnapped uh, Ben's dad, uh, uh not Ben's dad, yeah. uh, Locke's dad. And they had him chained to that obelisk in the middle of that field mm-hmm. or whatever. And Richard was up there talking to talking to uh, was it Ben? No, was it Locke? Oh God, who's he talking to up there? I guess it was Locke. Richard's talking to Locke, yeah. Yeah, I just I remember thinking, oh, the others they're gonna do some sort of ritual here. Mm-hmm. You know, they're gonna channel the power of the island or. <laughs> You know, all these things that they would never do on the show is what I wanted to happen. And, yeah, the others were just not – I mean, there are a bunch of people who came to the island accidentally like everybody else and, you know, thought that they were following some deity that that deserved to be followed, had no specific course of action except for protect the island – and then everything else was left up to, you know, when Ben comes to the picture for him to decide. You know, he changed, he fundamentally changes the, you know, the uh, dynamic on the island by, by doing the purge. Yeah. You know, and then he takes ownership, and then it's it's his rule, it's his whatever, but it's like, a, a, as people, the others, it's a, they're a better idea than I think they are in sort of, in reality. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I do. Like, I do. so many things on this show... <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I guess I guess I have to agree with that. Because um, otherwise, for them to be interesting, they have, something about what they're doing has to be. You know, the interesting thing is what supernatural, right? That's what's missing is yeah. some sort of 
more interesting activity or our cultural thing that they have, but there's nothing for to be there. Right. This guy that they're following has doesn't have anything to do with them. Right. <laughs> you know, so you know, it's like it's not like Harry Potter where you know he you're going to get more and more magic and supernatural right. stuff as the story goes on because that's what the story's about. Yeah. 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 True. Yeah, I mean, wizards actually do magic. Yeah. So there's there's going to be something interesting there. Yeah, and the others don't do anything supernatural. Yeah. You know, they just don't, really. That's true. I, I just kept wanting to think that they might. Yeah, so well, I think that whole thing with Locke's dad and, the, you know, being tied to the thing, like, I think that what that was about was just Ben trying to prove that Locke didn't deserve to be their leader. Mm-hmm. You know, because he was jealous a lot. Like, it's really, that's all just about Ben, for the most part. Mm-hmm. You know? And, and like, all the ritual and all that stuff is kind of just, you know, pointless window dressing. Yeah, it's unfortunate, you know, but that's what we get. Yeah. That is what we get. All right. Well, <laughs> next week we have all the best Cowboys and Daddy issues. All right. Which uh which Classic. I being a, a pretty good one, yeah. One of the most uh wordy titles mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. our last episodes. And and, right. and it nicely, as I recall, picks up right from this one. Yeah, totally. All right, well thanks for joining us today, Jen. Appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, thanks for having me. This was fun. I'm glad uh, glad I did this. Uh, you know, join us. I, I'm sure you'll be back as we go through the rest of Lost. Um, yeah, maybe I can come back uh, next season for Glass Ballerina. Oh, wow. <laughs> I don't know. The, the universe might implode three. on that one. It might implode yeah. the Internet with that kind of uh, I don't know. Uh, yeah. I, I I can't decide if it's. It, I mean, I think I think it makes sense to stick to the no more than one visitation per season rule, especially oh, okay. since that's what the court order dictates. <laughs> ah, yeah. Um, well, so I think the FDA recommends one, you know, one survey view <laughs> per per right. season. Exactly. Uh, but then I don't know about um, whether whether I should come back on to episodes that uh, that I did before. Um, or if I should actually come back for good ones. It, it was refreshing to, to be on a really strong episode. Although I did, I was on a, I was on a really strong episode in season. Well, it doesn't make well, any we sense. Well, we try to say strong ones for ourselves. Right. Well, I was going to say <laughs> I was on a strong episode in season five, but that can't possibly be true. I um, think it was in season five. What'd you say? So there were good ones in season five. Were there? Yeah, totally. Justin, what, what, what did I do? I don't remember which one you were on season five. I don't even. I was thinking earlier. You guys were talking about season five. And I was trying to remember what happened in season five. Um, season five is all the, the time traveling. They were time the traveling. They went right. back to the island. They were stuck in the seventies with Dharma. Right. The stuff. incident. Locke wakes up yeah. from the dead, or mm-hmm. did he? Or no, he didn't. No, he didn't. He, he didn't. <laughs> <laughs> we know the answer to that one. As it turns out, something even more improbable happened. Um, yeah. 
Anyway, I don't remember what episode it was on. And, of course, Hurley Hurley writes, you know, Star Wars sequel. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Please don't forget about that. Yeah. And uh, and Miles' dad finally says he needs him. He needs him. (laughs) Miles' dad? You mean (laughs) Marvin Candle? I do, but that's only an alias. Yeah. That he used because people kept knowing his name, and he didn't like that. Everybody who saw that video knows who he is. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> you know, everyone who could have seen it during the Dharma days would have known who he was. Yeah, yeah. He wasn't yeah, really secretive. Was it was like he was future-proofing it just in case someone found it later. Yeah. After it was, you know, years later after he was dead or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Well, at any rate, um, thank you. Thank you. Um, yeah. That's um, all I got. All thank right. You. Nice. Well, thanks and namaste, guys. Namaste and good luck.